Hey, Larry Hunter, 5 Minute Inspirations. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the program. You know, I want to talk today about being led by the Lord in our lives, in our daily lives. Huh? There's a scripture, one of my favorite scriptures is Psalm chapter 32 and verse 8. It says, I will instruct you and teach you in the way which you should go. I will guide you with my eye. Now, I got a question for you. Have you ever heard the audible voice of God directing you? You know what I mean, right? Kind of like he did when he spoke to Saul on the Damascus Road in Acts chapter 9. And he basically said, Saul, look, man, you messing up. You're going against the grain, man. This stuff ain't going to work for you. Have you ever heard God speak to you out of heaven? Says that the folk around him thought it thundered. But I guarantee you, Saul understood every word that Jesus was saying very clearly, right? Wouldn't life be just a breeze if it were, if that's the way that God spoke to us all the time? I mean, he thunders out in your direction. And to everybody else, the message that God is getting to you is encrypted. But you understand it very well. Wouldn't that be great if life worked like that? <laughs> now, though it's extremely nice to hear the Lord speak his clear direction to you. And that's either in an audible voice like I just talked about. Or perhaps by you just really having a strong witness in your heart that you're to move in a particular direction. Either way, I want to encourage you to realize something. That God is not limited to leading you only through these two avenues. Yep, though I've never personally received an audible voice type direction from the Lord, I've had him to speak his direction to me on the inside very often. So you might be listening and thinking, wow, I don't know if I ever experienced the Lord guiding me from the inside. And I know I ain't never heard him speak to me from heaven. Man, be serious. <laughs> you might be feeling that way right now. Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11 says, For I know the thoughts that I think toward you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. See, I don't want you to lose heart at the thought or the idea of you yourself being led by the Lord you know, according to what God has for your life, I don't want you to feel like that can't happen to you. In fact, I have a word that I believe that the Lord gave me for you today. Actually, it's just that. It's a single word, and that word is rest. Rest. Now, we're going to use it as an acronym that we're going to take apart right now. The R in rest stands for realize. Realize that God is not limited in how he can get you to where you need to be. See, many times, you're being led and positioned by the Lord's hand when you don't even realize it. So you got to learn to chill. Keep your heart trusting in God's word and his, integ his integrity and know that what he has for you, he knows how to get to you. Again, realize that much more than you're aware, God is leading you along his course for your life. The E. E is enjoy. Enjoy your daily journey by having a heart towards God in all that you do. See, Colossians chapter 3 verse 17 says, And whatever you do in word or deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father through him. So see, keep your focus upon God and upon conducting a daily lifestyle which is consistent with a godly Christian life. Psalm 37 verse 3 says, trust in the Lord and do good. So, so occupy yourself with that, trusting in the Lord and then doing good daily. Acting like, hey, behaving yourself, acting like you're supposed to act as a Christian, right? <laughs> trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on his faithfulness. So that's the E. So R, realize. E, enjoy. 
S slow. I mean, yeah, S is for slow. And what do I mean by that? Slow your roll. Understand that God's got this if you let him. The other week, my wife and I found some shirts at a Christian bookstore. Nice shirts that have on the front of them just bold letters. It says, I got this. And then at the bottom, it's like signed by God. Huh? God's got your situation. If you let him have it, God can handle it. So you need to slow your roll. Don't you go Sarah on me now. Don't you pull a Sarah on me. What do I mean? You remember Sarah and Abram? God gave them a promise that they were going to have a child. There was going to be, you know, they're going to have a seed. They would outnumber the sand on the seashore and the stars in the sky and everything, right? And it just wasn't happening. Year after year going by, it just wasn't happening. They were both old and it just, it just wasn't with them the way it used to be. So Sarah got this idea. Look, you go ahead and get my maid. You know, get with my maid and uh, see what y'all can come up with. And of course, Abram agreed. What were they trying to do? They were trying to help God. They needed to slow their roll. And that's what I'm encouraging you to do. Don't try to help God. Continue to trust in the Lord and do good. And know that God's got this. You need to settle back down and stop trying to make it happen. In other words, get out of your head and back into your heart. See, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge Him and He shall direct your paths. So the T, the T, we're talking about rest as an acronym. R, realize. E, enjoy. S, slow. T, trust. Trust that God can lead you from the current place of your mess up or your meltdown or, or that crazy wrong decision that you done made. He can lead you from that place where you are right now to what he has destined for you. You got to trust him. Trust in the Lord and do good, right? You know, I was reading this morning, 1 Samuel chapter 8, chapter 9, where Saul was anointed as king over Israel. And I was just looking at how that thing happened. And I was amazed at how it happened. Basically, Saul's dad's sheep got loose. Couldn't find them nowhere. So Saul's dad tells him, look, I want you to grab yourself a servant and y'all going out there and look for the sheep. Man, he grabbed up a servant. They went out looking at all the neighboring towns, the little suburbs and stuff. They ain't find no sheep nowhere. Huh? Days going by. They ain't found the sheep. And then finally Saul said at, at about the, I guess near the second day or so, or maybe the third day, probably, I don't know, somewhere around there, Saul basically said, look, now we need to get on back home now because see, dad going to stop worrying about them sheep. He going to start worrying about us. So we better get on back home. We better just, just quit. We couldn't find them. So the Saul, listen to this, the servant that Saul just happened to pick to go with them, he had a little insight about what was going on, you know, things spiritually. He said, look, there's a man of God that's, that's going to be in town, um, in this area. Got a special ceremony he's going to do. Maybe let's go to him and let's ask him what's up. Maybe he can help us to find out where the sheep is at. And so Saul was like, okay, let's do that. So they went. And they got to the close to the, where the area was, and they found some ladies that were doing something or another. And, and they asked him, "Oh yeah, he's right up the road. He should be coming down a little bit because he got to get to the to the uh, to the meeting at a, a certain time." All right. And so I'm I'm trying to make this thing short, guys. Read it, please. First Samuel chapter eight, First Samuel chapter nine, on through there. It's amazing. What I'm wanting you to see in this is that it ended up being the case that Samuel anointed the man that God had chosen to be the first king. Over Israel, which was Saul. But it didn't come by the Lord speaking out of heaven. Saul, you need to go to so-and-so place. You're going to see the prophet Samuel and blah, 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 blah. He's going to tell you that you're going to be the next king. No, Saul didn't even know Samuel. He didn't even know who he was, right? 
And then another thing, if you read the story, it talks, God told Samuel a day earlier, he said, okay, about to, I'm sending somebody to you that about this time tomorrow is going to be here. And that's the boy that I want to be king over my peoples. I, see, what I'm getting at is as you read that story, you begin to see that God was directing Saul, his path, according to what his plan was for Saul, which was that he'd be the first king. But it didn't come through no heaven. It didn't come through something strong on the inside of Saul. Hey, I believe I need to go see the prophet Samuel, whoever he is, and he's going to tell me I'm going to be the king. No, nothing like that. Step by step, God was in that thing. The sheep lost. Go find the sheep. Okay, go pick a servant. Okay, come with me, man. And then the servant had the insight to say, look, let's go see the prophet. I believe the prophet's going to be around this time, around in this area sometime around about now. All of that was God's leading. So I'm telling you this because I want to encourage you. A lot of times we feel like, I ain't never heard God speak to me out of heaven like like Brother Danny says he has. Or, or, or Sister Shirley said that God talked to her every day in her heart. God don't talk to me like, no. okay, look, I want to encourage you. God does speak in those two ways, you know, in, in bearing witness in your heart. Or he can speak audibly from outside of you. But he's not limited to just those two ways. Reminding you again that so often the Lord is directing your path. He is positioning you according to his will. And you don't even know it. I don't even know it. So what do we need to do? We need to take a chill pill. Again, we need to rest. Take a place of rest. Realize that God is not limited in how he can, he, and, and how he can get you to where you need to be. Enjoy the daily journey by having a heart towards God and all that you do. Slow your roll. God's got this. And then finally, trust that God can get you out of your current mess to where he has ordained for you to be. Huh? Okay, that's what I got for you today. Here I'm trying to keep the thing short today and it just didn't happen again, y'all. Y'all pray for me. Pray for me, okay? Glory to God. Well, my guarantee is that if the segments should go over five minutes, then it's called Five Minute Inspirations, right? I just guarantee you that by five minutes into it, you'll feel a bit more inspired than you did when you started listening. Can we come to that agreement? <laughs> Very good. Okay, I'm going to leave you with a scripture, okay? Psalm 116, verse 7. Psalm 116, verse 7, in the light of all that we've talked about today. Return to your rest, O my soul, for the Lord has dealt bountifully with you. All right? God bless you. If something's on your heart, let me hear from you. This is Larry Hunter, 5 Minute Inspirations, wishing you a beautiful evening. Bye-bye. I thoroughly enjoyed this episode and one thing that it reminded me of is the very first time I heard the Lord speak to me, which was back in 2006 after I had gone through a very bad breakup. And I remember crying really, really hard on my back porch and all of a sudden I heard um, the Lord saying, why do you deserve him? And when I heard that, all of a sudden a peace came over me and I stopped crying and then I accepted the fact that we might not be together. And after that, you know, he ended up being my husband later. <laughs> but the thing is, is I realized that the Lord was speaking to me in that moment. And he also continued to speak to me through sermons. When I asked a certain question, all of a sudden I would get the answer through a sermon or through reading his word. And I love how the Lord speaks to us. And if we just pay attention, we'll hear it very clearly.